I have sleep apnea, and I used to struggle with CPAP. Until recently, I hadn't had a good night's sleep since 2005. Do you even remember 2005? We used cell phones like actual phones. You had to call a cab with your voice. Sexy. We got our movies in the mail and podcasts on the radio. Now that's interesting. And everyone was getting serious about life hacks, like how to stop procrastinating or how to get mustard stains out of your clothes. Here's a seriously life-changing life hack for anyone who struggles with CPAP. Get Inspire. It's a sleep apnea treatment that works inside your body at the click of a remote. That's right, a button. There's no mask and no hose, just sleep. Learn more on the information superhighway at inspiresleep.com. That's inspiresleep.com. Then put the bad old days of CPAP struggle behind you. Inspire, sleep apnea innovation. Inspire is not for everyone. Talk to your doctor to see if it's right for you and review important safety information at inspiresleep.com. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. The Imagine More Success Radio Show is the all-about-you show with successful entrepreneurs and business experts sharing their stories and powerful takeaways while providing you with tips, tools, tactics, and a free weekly gift to help you thrive. Your hosts for the Imagine More Success Radio Show are the best-selling authors Cindy Hendricks, a certified business consultant, and Thomas Hydes, a certified world-class public speaking coach. Check out the Imagine More Success radio show at imaginemoresuccess.net because now is the time to realize your dreams and imagine more success. Hey, welcome to the Imagine More Success radio show. We're so happy that you could join us today. We've got a tremendous topic today and a wonderful person we're going to be interviewing who is going to enlighten you on everything branding. The name of the show today is Branding is Something to Be, Not Do. <laughs> if you're not sure why you should be listening today, let me take a moment to tell you why you should be learning and listening today so that you can learn all about branding. Branding is a vital component to letting the world know who you are. It is your way of interfacing with your clients and your potential clients. It's your way that you reach out to the world. Now, whether you have your own business that you are desiring and having the need in order to promote yourself to the rest of the world to sell a product or a service, or if you're someone who is just working in the corporate world, or if you just are someone who, let's just say you're, you're, you just want to work on your own personal style or your own personal brand, or you want to change your persona, today is the day for you. You definitely want to get, you definitely want to stick around for the entire four segments. And like every single week, we've got an amazing free gift this week uh, that we're going to be highlighting. We're going to have a guest on today to the show. Her name is Ashley Rhoda. She's the founder of Iconic Details, and her clients call her the persona stylist because she has a very unique way of creating brand strategies and concierge services. She consults both mid-level companies and launching entrepreneurs, and she helps you to brand your uniqueness and guides you from intention to integration. Now think about that, moving from intention to integration. Isn't that what everybody really wants? 
She's been in business for over seven years, and it's becoming clear that branding is something to be, not something to do. Her company, Iconic Details, is a value-driven agency and lifestyle dedicated to conscious, intentional, and symbolic decisions and detail. Ashley Rhoda, thank you for joining us today. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Oh, thank you for having me. I can't wait to love on your audience a bit today. <laughs> Fantastic. I'm sure they're excited about that, too. Ashley, we just want to start off first. You're in Portland, Oregon. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. I didn't tell you this before. It's like my favorite city in the country. Sorry, Las Vegas. Uh, I love it even better, even more than Las Vegas. It's Fantastic. a great city and a great community. And just it's got its own keep it weird vibe, right? <laughs> it does. It's an amazing place. So much fun. So, Ashley, let's start off first talking about why. Well, let's talk first about what branding is to you. What does it mean to you? Mm. Branding is hard because it's an umbrella term. It can cover so many parts and pieces. But really, to me, um, branding is who you are. It's decisions and details, as you said, um, introducing me. But really, it's like I said, it's something to be, not something to do as well. Um it's, it, it's everything, you know, you can't do anything in life without it being branded, even if you're doing it unintentionally. That's one of my favorite things. And some people will think that they don't have a brand, but you just have an uncurated brand. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's exactly brand. right. And so that's when I right. say it's everything, I mean, it's the decisions that you make on a daily basis. It's the life decisions that you make. It's also the business decisions from who you hire, who you help, the services that you offer, how you offer them, the way that you offer them. Unfortunately, all of that can come back to branding. <laughs> and yes. many people think that it's just the logo, business colors, um, website, the, the tangible elements of it, but it's a very intangible field. So whether you have a brand already or you think you don't have a brand already, you actually have a brand already is what yeah. I'm hearing from you because <laughs> yeah. everything, everything speaks, whether it's the way you dress, the way you sound, the way you look, the way you speak to people, uh, your, your level of communication, all of these things are part of your brand. And specifically we're talking right now kind of about, about personal branding, right? Yeah. We're moving way beyond the idea of getting a lovely business card and, and giving it to people who are going to throw it in the trash directly thereafter. Yeah. Uh, it's the identity is the other word that I would pull it all together. It's the identity. So another misconception is branding and marketing. What's the difference? And branding is the identity of the thing that you're speaking of. And marketing is the message it shares with the world. So that's another distinguishing feature to note. Could you go a little bit more in depth on that? What do you mean by yeah. that? So branding is the identity, meaning the um, personality, characteristics, uh, visual details, the um, essence, if you will, the spirit of a business or a person. And the marketing is really the message or the voice or the vernacular it uses to express itself to the world. And you need both. So sometimes people get confused. They're like, oh, I'm working on my marketing, thinking they're working on their branding or working on their branding, thinking they're working on their marketing. <laughs> Got so it's it. A little bit of a murky gray area. I can see that. You know, it's funny. I, a lot of the differences, the distinctions between the two were not really apparent to me until I looked at some of your materials online and then did a little bit of research into it. And that became very clear, you know, exactly, exactly what you're talking about. Um, 
let's kind of move into how you got started in this business. I'd love for the audience yeah. to get an idea of, of how, how you became involved. Yeah, it's, it's a crazy story, actually. So my background is nothing creative. I was actually five years pre-med standing over a cadaver when I was like, this is not for me. Oh my God. And <laughs> it was my hobbies or my passions that really started leaving little hints and clues for me. So I branded, or I started branding, if you will. I, um, mummified a Barbie in the fourth grade and learned about Egyptology and hieroglyphics. And then later in life, I got into image consulting where it was appearance and behavior and communications. And then I got into just symbolism and iconography through art history in college. I love studying um, culture and religion and, and the arts and how it could all be denoted into the symbolism. And so when it all came together, there was this thing called branding that seemed to be so second nature and validating to everything I thought, but also thought people thought I was a freak about like just the way I thought about life. It just, it gave words to it. It gave reason. It gave theory to it. And so I kind of like to say I came in through the back door of my own genius. Um, definitely did not study this. I am self-taught a hundred percent, but it's also a very intuitive knowing that I have. Um, my client recently said that I'm a metal detector of detail. It's just a skill. I can just, it's like, if you were to put words on a page, certain words pop out. That's how I see the details that come together to create the iconic brands I make for my clients. Can totally see that. And I can see where someone with your background and level of interest in so many different things would find themselves eventually gravitating specifically to branding because it yeah. requires such an immense and diverse knowledge and skill base. Thank you. I think yeah. so too. <laughs> yeah. yes, um, it, it is interesting because when I'm doing research for clients, you know, I'm not surface level um, and excuse me for saying it this way, but I'm not trying to put Lotus flowers onto everybody's business card, you know? I'm really going into depth of things. So I look at history, I look at culture. Just this week, for example, we have a woman um, living in Costa Rica and we used one of the cultural um, kind of um, ways of life to help brand her company, where I've also looked into anatomy and using the atom. Uh, we named a company recently Proton, or, yeah, proton medical communications because protons are positive mm -hmm. ions and therefore it's positive medical communication. So there's depth and dimension and meaning and it's across all industries. It's in the art world, it's in history, it's in science. And I'm bringing all of that together because I don't believe in applied branding where it's like a template or a theme that's given to you. I believe in extracting a brand from a person and pulling the details out of them because everyone's unique. Well, if you're listening and you're not ready to go to the dentist, this might be a much better solution for you to uh, find out what your brand is and how you can improve upon it. I really love that idea. I love the, the idea that there is an extractive process to what yes. you do. Yeah, no, this is great because and it's not um, painful. No, no pain included. Yeah, no pain involved. Yeah, I should. Yeah, I should have made that. <laughs> you'll like you'll like dealing with Ashley better than going to the dentist for sure. Um, what I would say is, that, you know, what kind of comes to me immediately is the idea that I think a lot of people aren't often comfortable with their branding mm -hmm. because it is something placed upon them. It is not a, a, a something that is drawn from them. Yep. And I had a woman in tears. Uh, one of my, 
one of my, how do I want to say that? Um, KPIs, if you will, of success is making people cry out of happiness. And literally this happened yesterday. She was crying out of happiness because she was able to see herself as more her. So she was like, I feel like I'm more me now. I, I can be more me. And I don't feel like I'm trying to fit myself into a box or into the brand that I had given to me. And I was like, that's exactly how you should feel. Like, I'm yes. sorry for the the time spent trying to fit into a box. I can completely see that. Yes. That's a, a I think that's a tremendous testimonial and you know, if you're someone you're listening today and, you, and you're not sure whether or not you want to get started with branding or maybe you're not quite sure where it fits into your business at the moment, I really want you to kind of take all of this in and realize that it's really okay to be yourself and to let someone like Ashley from Iconic Details uh, really help you hone in on who that person is and allow that person to be shown in the very best light to all the people that are in your audience, to all of your potential clients. Mm -hmm. So... I have a question for you, which is when you first start working with a client, what is the question that they most often have? Ooh, what is the question they most often have? I'd say maybe the biggest problem that they most often have when they could, that they, that they feel is their most, their biggest problem. They are, it's, I think I can answer this with how they are being instead of what they're asking. Sure. I can do both. So let me say it this way. So first they feel fragmented, frustrated, and overwhelmed. They're working with like five different people. Everybody's sending them in a different direction, yet somehow they're trying to bring cohesion to this brand they're creating. And they're often asking with respect, superficial questions like, well, what's my color palette? <laughs> with no intention of like what they're trying to represent with those colors. Or they'll say like, well, I want a logo. Well, what do you want that logo to visually represent? So when I say that, I mean that with love, but it takes a little bit of excavating and deeper diving to be like, I can give you all of this. However, I refuse to until we have meaning and intention with it. So a little behind the scenes for the listeners, the way that I actually got in touch with Ashley was that she did this exact process for a friend of mine. Oh, and uh, true. See, <laughs> the story, I should have told the story myself because what you said is exactly where she was at the moment. She literally was working on multiple things with multiple people and was really fragmented. I think that's the perfect term for it and trying to integrate all these different things. And uh, she literally had a conversation with you and you brought the whole thing into perspective, and uh, that's why you're here today, because uh, I wanted to have the chance to interview you and, and let other people know uh, what you do for them as well, which is really pretty, really pretty cool. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And yes, um, we won't name names. We will keep her in the confidentiality clause. But yes, that is exactly what happened. And, you know, this is how I get my clients. A lot of it is word of mouth. A lot of it is conversation, just making connections, having conversations. People, you know, not not intentionally trying to pick your brain, but they realize I know more than I'm letting on maybe, or I'm watching yes. them in a new way. Um, and when I begin to just talk to them, you know, I'm asking them questions, 
not to be the therapist that answers the question with a question, but to just dig deeper so I can give you a legitimate answer that isn't generic and flushed across, you know, anyone and everyone. And, it's and in just a couple of minutes, we're going to come back. We're going to continue to dig deeper as well with Ashley Rota from Iconic Details. Please stick around to the Imagine More Success radio show. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional. The we're going family style deal. Because I want a bite of your Big Mac. And I need some of your quarter pounds. I'll try your filet of fish. There's a deal for every friend group at McDonald's. Order any two classics for just six bucks. Price of participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer. Welcome back to the Imagine More Success radio show. We're so glad that you could continue to join us today. We're spending time with Ashley Rhoda. She is the founder of Iconic Details, and she is a branding strategist and concierge service. She's truly a branding expert. And if you find yourself an expert in your field, and you have a very unique approach to what you bring to your industry and your clientele, I would definitely suggest you continue to listen to this show today because you're going to get tremendous insight from Ashley about how you can create a brand strategy and then move it out into the world so that the people who are your best clients can find you and know you when they do. Ashley, thank you again. In the previous segment, you gave us some tremendous advice. We, we really covered what branding is, what it isn't. We talked about some really uh, wonderful ideas and really about what you start to do for people uh, when they find themselves being kind of fragmented and frustrated and overwhelmed by the entire process. If you would share with us one of your the stories of one of your clients that you've worked with recently, please. Sure. So I'm going to talk about one that's so fresh. It was literally yesterday because it was so good. So um, she is a corporate C-level communications expert, and she was playing small as a ghostwriter editor. And what we were able to do, similar to many people, was have a conversation and really just hear her caliber and her eloquence and her attention to detail for her work. And within just a short amount of time, we were able to take her from that fragmented, frustrated, overwhelmed feel to a very concise, um, consistent and cohesive brand that helped her to position herself in a way that was cohesive. And it was absolutely inspiring because as I said, she ended up in tears, which is always my favorite. I love making people cry out of happiness. <laughs> <laughs> if only more people were doing it for that reason. That'd be that all right. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Um, let's talk a little bit about how she felt once she 
when she was in tears, why was she in tears? What was she feeling in that moment? I think she was felt, I think that she felt seen. I think that's Mm -hmm. the biggest thing that I offer my clients is that I see them, I hear them, I feel them and I hold space for them. That's the most important part is the support because you're coming in vulnerable to show who you are and be your ultimate self, maybe in areas that you're not fully playing out, but wish you were and giving you a context to do that with. And I think that many people are in that boat. They want more for themselves. They dream of more for themselves, but they may not know how, let's say. I can completely see that. <laughs> complete, yeah, and hear that. And, you know, I can imagine she's seen herself or she's been seen for what she feels like yeah. is maybe the first time. She felt like she's been heard for the first time. Yeah. Um, someone gets her. Yeah, and, and, and then this is the thing. Once that process happens, mm-hmm. then you can do what? You can broadcast that out everywhere. Yes, so exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people maybe aren't feel a lot of people maybe feel like they aren't quite ready for that yet. Yes. And, it, and why, why do you find that? Often? They may not feel it ready. So it's hard to be seen. It's hard to be seen for our who we are and our flaws and our awesomeness and all of our details. But I think it's liberating too when you get to see that someone validates you as you are and i know for her the next level was i was literally in real time watching her update her own website with the direction we had just given her and i was like wow wow, it's happening like like right now like i'd refresh the page and her banner image was different and in her instance she had worked with another brander that had applied like this spunk to her that she She's a very high level corporate executive that like, you know, they're very eloquent, they're established, they're seasoned. They speak up from a place of knowingness, not spunk and like snark, let's say. Got and it. So for her, it gave her more clarity and direction. And so what we were able to do um, was free her of that and give her a new filter for everything that she was doing, that she should then go back and say, okay, is this me or is this applied to me? So with the old brander, with respect and love to her, she had applied a brand to this client, not extracted it from her. Ah, yes, totally can see that. Can totally see that. That's really powerful stuff. Um, You have some tips, or actually there's some really some some tools that you utilize. when you're working with your clients. And I kind of wanted to get into some of those if you're comfortable with that. Absolutely. Let's let's talk about what you call the 70-30 rule. Oh, I'm so glad you picked that one. That's my (laughs) favorite. Um, So the 70-30 rule I really came up with because of my own observations of how it all works. But here's the deal. As you're going through your branding process, you're gonna get stuck in the weeds of who you are today. But what I want you to look at is who you're going to be over your lifetime, the big vision you have, that big goal that you're gonna try and achieve and maybe different modalities and different stages of your life in different ways. And so the 70-30 rule breaks down like this. 70% of your business and brand should be a visual representation directed by that big vision you have and 30% by how you're accomplishing it today. So let me use myself Mm. as an example. 
70% of my business is based off of my philosophy of iconic details. Now, when I was in image consulting, my business was also called Iconic Details. Then when it evolved into a full-blown branding agency, it's still called Iconic Details. What changed was the 30%, the methodology that we were applying that mm. 70% to. Am I explaining that okay? Yes, I got it. Okay. Yes. So, so 70% big vision, big goal, audacious goal, 30% of who you are in this phase of your life, how you're going to try and achieve it today and give space for you to evolve in the future so that you don't have to rebrand. You just apply, refine, and honor that 70% in the new you. Listen, everyone, if you're listening today, save yourself a lot of money. Call Ashley immediately <laughs> because <laughs> just I let me assure you that it will be the best money spent because, uh, yes, if you find yourself doing like what everyone does, no one in this time and space does the same thing from the time they're born to the time that they no. die. No. You're going to be changing, but there are parts of you that can be defined parts of you that can be extracted and that can be created into a brand that then you can utilize for the rest of your life because those are the parts of you that are fundamental i so oh i i love this 70 30 when you were saying that i almost want to call you out thomas because the laugh that you had was almost the oh my god i've been there before i'm still there what are you talking about the funny thing the funny thing is my my company name is icon quality which i don't think i've shared that with you yet but same idea because i did and when i started i didn't really know exactly what i was going to be doing but i knew that those two elements were a part of whatever it was that i was going to do which was to make something iconic and have quality be a part of it so i can when you said this uh, you're like I did, check. <laughs> I did it unknowingly trust me i had yeah. no Idea. Well, that's amazing. But but it also you feel the flexibility with it too. You can take on opportunities, you can take on growth, you can take on pivot or change and not feel like, oh my God, who am I now? Right. That's incredible. That that's got to be so comforting for your clients, isn't it? When you explain this to them and, and let them know that this is where you're going. I feel like comforting or um, jarring might be the right word because usually they've worked with another brander and they're so mad at all the money they've spent incorrectly that they wish they had known this the first time. And so it's a little like hard truth. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Let's talk a little bit. Uh, let's move away from some of the tools from where to come back because there's something that's really important. But I'd like to kind of talk about personal or let's call it persona yeah. branding, persona stylist. You, you said that's where your business began, right? Um, persona styling is the name that my clients actually gave me. So persona stylist is because In my industry, there's a lot of titles, but my work blends a lot of what their responsibilities are. So I'm not just a brand strategist. I'm not just a creative director. I'm not just a project coordinator. My work involves all of that. And so when there wasn't a name for me, they nicknamed me the persona stylist. I love that. (laughs) Um, You started off, let's talk a bit about personal branding then. Yeah. Let, let's start off with, with the basics. So yeah. let, let's talk about somebody, maybe they are an entrepreneur, they're just kind of getting started. Maybe they're making their first videos or maybe someone who is uh, just in, working in corporate America. Mm-hmm. So for this person, uh, 
your base brand that you want to be conscious of. So I'll first do the corporate America because the other one may not have this so much, but with the corporate America, your base brand that you need to learn and leverage and adopt to be your own is the business you're working for. So the company that you're working for, the agency. So like, let's use a um, real estate agent. They have a brokerage or an agency that they work for. Knowing what those colors are, knowing what their mission, vision, values are, that's your base. On top of that, you, you, you chose to work with them for a reason. So you must already be in alignment with them. Let's hope. Theoretically. <laughs> right? Let's hope. And on top of that, you want to figure out how are you adding to that? How are you leveraging that as the foundation for you to, you know, quantum leap off of in your own unique way? Are you a realtor that's focused on the high end, on the first home buyer? Like, where is it? And what is your unique personality, your unique um, process for doing business? Like, are you super into the gratitudes, handwritten cards, sending people cakes? I got caramels yesterday in the mail. Like, or are you more into the quick business turnaround? Neither is wrong. Well, I might think one is wrong, but neither is wrong. <laughs> but you'd have to pick your signature to add on top of that base brand. So when personal styling comes around, you really need to look at what you're already associated with and how you can refine that or add to it your own flavor. So another example could be like all ice cream starts as vanilla or a base cream. And then the flavor is added into it to make it unique. Okay. Perfect analogy for that. Uh, for the person, let's say, who is in corporate America, who is working for someone else, and yeah. they need to, let's say, update their their fashion sense, their fashions, their sure. style. Uh, so appearance, behavior, and communication. So when I was in wardrobe styling um, and image consulting, the ABCs are appearance, behavior, and communication. Again, um, if you're this part, you're just dressing the brand, right? So when you're dressing the brand, I like to say, make a statement. Who do you want to be that day? What statement do you want to make? How do you want people to perceive you? What do you want them to associate with you? Um, Obviously, you need a top and bottom. Shoes are nice. <laughs> Layers are great. But accessories okay. are a really great way to show your brand as well, to create a conversation starter and also have details that bring it back to you and not the company you may be representing. Mm. Okay, that's fascinating as well, because I think a lot of people don't always feel comfortable making their appearance about themselves when they find themselves in a more structured corporate environment. Yeah. But it's apparently it's important. It is. Sweet. I love that. I love appearance, behavior, communication. Mm -hmm. That is, that's everything. That's as strong as it's going to get right there. <laughs> so for the person, so I'd like to get into into behavior just for a quick second. Sure. We're gonna, then we're going to jump into a uh, to a quick commercial break and we'll pop right back into it. But Got let's it. talk for a moment just about behavior. What exactly do you mean when when someone's looking at their personal style, they should be focusing on their behavior? So this is bigger than just style as far as we're thinking clothing. Behavior is anything from how you show up at the grocery store, all of you in PJs, I'm calling you out, to how you're showing up in the boardroom in your amazing suits. The behaviors and actions that you take also curate your brand. So it's the decisions that you make as a professional, like what jobs you're taking, where you're, what companies you're working for, all the way to how you're um, 
treating your coworkers to how you treat your clients to just your behavior. Everything that you do because everything speaks. Yeah. Every, every, everything that you do. Got yes. it. <laughs> well, listen, we want you to stick around with us on the Imagine More Success radio show. When we come back, we're going to continue the conversation with Ashley Rhoda from IconicDetails.com. Do come back. And if you want to listen to any of our past episodes, go to ImagineMoreSuccess.net, where you can get a free weekly gift from every single every single guest. Please stay tuned. Imagine More Success Radio Show. We're so glad that you could join us today. We are continuing the conversation today about branding. And if you've been listening, you've probably had quite a few laughs because you've seen yourself and heard yourself in today's show. And uh, you've probably had some of the experiences with branding that uh, we've been talking about today. We wanted to continue the conversation about personal branding when we left Ashley Rhoda from Iconic Details was walking us through her ABCs, just of kind of personal branding. We're talking about a corporate level personal brand at this point. We're talking about appearance, behavior, and communication, what she calls the ABCs of personal branding. In the break, I was just thinking, Ashley, I live here in Las Vegas. I worked on this trip for years. Um, I've seen enough people's behavior, say, come <laughs> out in ways they didn't anticipate. And sometimes in terms of their boss, and sometimes they got on the plane with a title came to Las Vegas, had so much fun that they left, you know, printing their resume <laughs> on the plane. So when it comes to behavior, I certainly have seen, uh, you know, the, the negative sides of it. But I've also seen people who have come here and because of the way that they operated in, let's just say, less than ideal circumstances, they found themselves magically promoted. So I can, I just want to validate <laughs> what you're talking about when it comes to behavior. There's a lot that can be said about matching your behaviors to how you want to be seen in the world. And it also goes back to when I explained how branding is an identity, right? Identity also is denoted to your behavior and how you be and how you be is what you get. So for example, being with you today was through a conversation I had that's behavior with a mutual acquaintance. Yes. It just depends. And that's why I say decisions and details. It matters. Decisions and details. It matters. If that's not the takeaway of today's show, I don't know what is. It's going to be a great show to continue if that's if that's if that's not the, the NLBL. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I want to talk about another one of the, the tactics that you use, one of the tools that you have, which is experience is everything. You call mm. it having a process for your process. I do. Yes. So in the world that we live in today, post COVID in COVID, I'm not exactly sure where we are with COVID, but here something. Yes. The new arena of competition is experience. It's your customer experience. It's your experience. It's in, in the business world, we would say as you run your business and as the client experiences, the business in the corporate world, as you work for a business and as your 
um, employer creates an environment for you. So when I say the process for your process, this is another huge takeaway that my clients love. Um, my mom was an event coordinator and she taught me that mm. events have three parts before, during, and after. And what you really want to do, this is branding behavior again at its finest is curating what is what are the details and pieces and parts and steps your customer client takes before working with you while working with you and then after working with you so for example do they find you on social media do they find you on a radio do they find you through conversation at a happy hour that's before working with you while they're working with you are you recording the calls via zoom because you talk really fast and give great advice and don't want them to miss anything during the experience, are you sending them a welcome packet or a thank you packet? After working with you, are you following up with them to see how the work you did is working for them? Like two weeks after, hey, how are you doing? I'm not with you every two weeks anymore. A month after, how's everything working? Do you need anything? Is it going well? And then even three months after, just it was such a pleasure working with you. I'm curious, do you know anyone else that might benefit from the work that we did? There's three unique parts and experiential branding marketing is when you really pull out the details. So my company is black and gold and I love to send gifts that are black and gold or handwritten mm. thank you cards because I'm old fashioned like that and I believe that matters. So those are the details. I also send postcards because our mailbox all of a sudden is this new amazing place to integrate <laughs> with one another. And right. so I think postcards are just unique. They stand out. That's really funny. I have met more of my neighbors since COVID at the mailbox than anyplace else, which is really kind of hilarious. Absolutely. Let me bring that up today. Um, there's something else. Um, you really talk about lifestyle as well. Mm -hmm. And you have three points that you, first, I know lifestyle gets thrown around all, all the time. Ever since the four hour work week came out, it's a real buzzword. Everything is lifestyle design to you. What does lifestyle mean first? I think if we're talking about the same thing, I believe, I believe. Yes, <laughs> it means so. um, conscious, intentional, and symbolic. Is that what we're referencing? Yes. Okay. So for me, iconic details is a lifestyle. It's the decisions and details that I've said redundantly, but it's consciousness. Like, are you aware of your surroundings? Are you conscious to what you're doing in the day-to-day? -day? It's intentional. Don't just act because that's what you should do or could do. Be intentional. That's what you want to do. And then symbolic, as I shared in the beginning, my background has always been a little bit symbolic. So I like having details in my lifestyle, in my world that mean things. So one of the things I'm thinking of as I'm sitting here, I'm looking at my ring. Um, my father wanted me to have one of those crazy um, university rings. I don't really think they're that cute. And so I bought my <laughs> own that was, I'm conscious about it. They're not my okay. flavor. I'm intentionally trying to, you know, remember a milestone in my life, but I'm also being symbolic because I picked a citrine um, stone, which is very vitalizing and energy. And so there's symbolism. So when people see my ring and they comment on it, it's a conversation starter. So it all goes back to being conscious, intentional, and symbolic. Oh my gosh. I love that. I, you know, I think that there's a lot of talk about people being intentional and some talk about conscious as well. Right. The symbolic piece is, uh, I think very unique. I haven't really thought about that. Well, and just think about like what you're wearing right now. Is there anything on your body that you could tell a story about? 
and I leave certain parts out. I don't want to hear that, but you know what I mean? <laughs> like, where are the details? What is there? Like, do you, were your earrings gifted to you? Are you wearing a hat that like it was game day and you want it or someone signed it for you? Like your shoes. A lot of people have symbolism in their shoes, surprisingly. Um, just what are those details? Again, I, I feel like I say details too much, but it's kind of a thing. Um, really the symbolism. So, yeah. Um, I, I want to tell just a quick personal story, which is for years I wore um, my father's ring, actually. Oh. He, um, and, it, you know, it's funny. It was a conversation starter a lot. And I wore it because it was a gift of his. He had done work on the USS Forrestal, which is the mm. the United States' first supercarrier. And wow. off of the um, a ring was made off of one of the pieces of the door to the bridge. Okay. And, and so, and he wore it for years. When he passed away, I was a child; was way too small to wear his ring. But when I grew up, I used I wore it for years, and people yeah. did talk about it, and it really gave me a, a wonderful way to memorialize him. And, and and as a conversation starter, it did kind of often take the conversation, I think, deeper than a conversation may have necessarily gone if I had just worn something that was maybe like a, a just a frivolous piece of jewelry. Like, oh, I saw it. I liked it. It was cool. You know, it meant something. A hundred percent. And that goes back to logo design or color palettes. When people say to me, like, I need colors, it's basically like saying, I want to wear a ring versus... Mm -hmm saying I want to symbolically represent my life and wearing your father's ring. Yeah, I see There's that. Depth. And that brand that you're you're explaining, it tells your family lineage. That's your personal brand. It's how you were raised. Now we know that you're military, like there's and that you're family oriented. Your father meant something to you. There's depth. Yeah. Yeah, I can see that's a that's a wonderful, wonderful um gift you just gave me. Thank you for that. Oh, Let me think about that. Um, I want you to walk us through something else that you do, which is the concierge service. Sure. Explain what that, what that means. So my concierge service is really my connections. I have learned in life, everything is who you know and perfect timing. Kind of like this interview. <laughs> I'm just thinking the same thing. <laughs> I, I do read minds too, so there we go. Um, and what I mean by that is I, you know, I'm very intentional, as I've said so, but I love meeting different people in different industries and vetting them, for lack of better terms, because I like to keep the best around me. And so with the concierge service, if someone wants a graphic designer, we have a few. Um, if somebody wants a photographer, we have a few. But what's different isn't that I just have connections to them. I've personally worked on projects with each and every one of them. I know them. You know, I probably know a story about their ring or so. As you can see, I, I mm. get to know people on a pretty deep level, even without trying. <laughs> like, yes. It just happens. And so the concierge service is that I don't, I'm not a typical agency where we have a hired staff. I curate the team for you. So when you come in, if your project needs a photographer, a graphic designer, a website developer, um, interior designer, whatever it may be, we curate that team for you. You know, that, that is another thing that I know a lot of entrepreneurs um, kind of struggle with because when you first get started, you don't really know the questions to ask. You don't really know how to uh, vet people. You don't really know how, even how to determine whether they're the right person for the right job. And sometimes you don't even know who to ask. A hundred percent. I told, yes. I mean, this is, 
this is something that is super valuable and and can save a lot of time and money. If you're listening today and you're wondering how branding can can help your business, this is another way that having someone on your team that has the grand scope of your business in mind can really help because the time that you can save and money and oh. effort in not going down the wrong road with the wrong people to help you is, is, is I don't know if it's even measurable. I mean, it really, no, I don't know. We don't have metrics. We don't have the metrics to measure that, but it's, it's, it's the metrics of shaking your head, wishing you had known better. <laughs> that is the metrics. Like, it's the oh. metrics of experience. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you do this, you know, you might miss out on a few of those early chapters of your book where you can tell the, your sob story about everything that went wrong and you can just kind of you know, jump right into the good parts. I am jealous of some of my launchers. I call them launchers that are just Ooh. starting their businesses and have saved so much money and time and energy be, because of working with me. And I, you know, sometimes I try and rough them up a little bit just so they have that starting chapter just for something. <laughs> yeah, Got to give them some sort of, some sort of something to push against. Right. There's, <laughs> that's funny. With love, of course. Of course, of course, of course. So I want to jump back into the personal branding just for a second. So for someone who's an entrepreneur, we talked about what it means for someone to have a personal brand when they're working in corporate America. For the entrepreneur, let's talk a little bit about those ABCs. Yeah, so I don't know that this one has as much of a clear ABC, let's say, but I will say we just hit on it. Your origin story. What initially inspired you to get started? Um what made you think that you could do it better than everyone else? And not in an arrogant way, but in a sense of knowingness and an ins inspiration point. Uh, you need to have your process, like we mentioned, the process for your process, how you're gonna walk people through the business. You need to understand your value statements, what you stand for, your vision and mission. Then you need to understand the visual. So that's all what we call discovery, the base, the foundation of the brand, then the creative elements such as the logo, the business cards, the websites, all of that is created in inspiration of that foundational information. And then integration, how you're going to integrate it into everything that you do. So my favorite thing is voicemail. So many people forget to update their voicemail after going through the branding process, like update mm -hmm. it, make sure that's <laughs> adequate. Even email signatures, you know, setting that up all the way through to uh, print uh, digitizing right now. I encourage people to digitize your business card right now because we can't touch people six feet. So you can't pass cards right now. <laughs> so make them textable. So um, true. That a word? I just made that up if that isn't a word textable. I think um, so. Okay, cool. <laughs> and then just the lifestyle, the, the behaviors and the decisions that we've spoken of, all of that is your branding. And when it gets overwhelming, I understand that. But the base is who are you? What do you want to do? And how do you want to do it? That how is your brand. It's it's the essence of it. Beautiful. I love ending this segment with the essence. Uh, yeah, you know what? There, there are so many decisions. There's, I don't know how many colors there are that you can possibly choose from. I don't know how many different fonts there are you can possibly choose from. I don't know how many different pictures there are that you can possibly choose from. But I know that when you understand you better, yes. it makes it a lot easier to figure all those things yeah. out. And I want you to stick around because we're going to come back in just a couple of minutes, continuing the conversation with Ashley Rhoda on the Imagine More Success radio show.
thank you for continuing to join us today on the Imagine More Success radio show. We're so happy you could be with us. We have been having a fantastic conversation today about branding, and we should call it branding and beyond, but really the, yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the conversation that we're having today is that branding is something to be, not do. Mm-hmm. And uh, so far, we have been talking with Ashley Rhoda, who's the founder of Iconic Details. You can actually find her at IconicDetails.com. She is known by her clients as the persona stylist and uh, has shared an amazing quote with me that I had not heard or thought about in quite mm-hmm. a while, which is learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist. That's from no one other than Pablo Picasso. So good. Love that. <laughs> so Do good. Love that. Do you love that? Uh, well, let's continue our, our talking then about um, about branding. There's one thing that I noticed. I, I looked at your videos on YouTube, and you were teasing me earlier about stalking prior to the to the interview. So yes, I guess there was some of that going on. Uh, what I noticed in your YouTube videos where you were showing your they're, they're kind of client success stories, but you were also sharing the details of what you had created for them. I was blown away by the depth oh. and detail of what you did for each client. Thanks. <laughs> well, and th- and because I was surprised by that, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something, <clears throat> which is that there is a there is a difference when it comes to creating something for your business. But, but, there's something different between doing something that which is just totally surfacial just to kind of get things done oh, and then yeah. having everything created in such a way that it is holistic, which is, I think, a term that you use as well. Yes. Which is really about dealing with the entire person, the entire business, the entire plan, the entire strategy. And then once all that's in place, having the details, the checklist to make sure that they all get done properly and having a team. Mm-hmm. It is a holistic process. I say I'm a 360 service because it's not the one-offs. It's not just a logo. It's not just a website. It's not just fashion. It's not just a photo shoot. Hence why my poor clients had to make up a new name for me, the persona stylist. (laughs) But um, the depth is there. You know, I care. Um, I want it to be timeless. I actually had a client of mine who we worked together three years ago. 2.5 is what she would say, because she likes to count every day since. But three years ago, that was just on a a, a hot seat coaching with me where she didn't have any questions. She was just excited to share everything she had done now. Like she had gone from two employees to five employees, and each one would read what we call the brand binder, which I think is what you're referencing to. Um, And then you know, she, one of the women said, oh, I have a pen, you know, we were talking about how we love office supplies. And she was saying, oh, I have a pen problem. And Joelle puts up her pen cup and they're all her branded pens. And she's like, I used to have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just, it really does integrate into every detail and all of the lifestyle. And her, her wardrobe is now on brand. She knows what to buy. She knows how to present herself. It's a full 360. That's super valuable for people. And, you know, I'm going to share a, a behind the scenes for, from someone else. There's a famous conductor I had a chance to sing with many years ago named Robert Shaw. And Robert Shaw was known for always wearing kind of the same outfit. He always wore this, this beautiful yep. blue shirt and these black slacks. It was the same thing. And that really was his brand. And he told the story the first time that I was with him. He told the story of how his closet is just 
multiples of this exact same shirt, exact same size, exact same color, multiple of the exact same black pants, exact same thing. And I said, well, why do you do that? And I should have known already because I think he'd written about it in his book, but I hadn't read it yet. So he said, I do that because I want to take away having to make decisions about things that aren't important. And he said, and I look great in this. I look great in this and I can use people and, and it's something that uh, I don't have to think about and because I don't have to think about it I can put all my energy and effort into conducting decision and fatigue is what you are referencing decision fatigue I've yes. got it today even I mean yes we're talking about it <laughs> on the day where I'm experiencing it yeah. yes this is this is one of the big things uh that that personal branding takes care of you kind of get rid of all the decision fatigue up front so you can focus on the business it becomes a filter for you. You can then, um, you know, I love to use these analogies, but if I were to line up five different cups, a mug, a, a wine glass, a teacup, whatever, a, a water glass, I could say, which one is your company? And you could pick the one that's yours. I could put out five different pairs of shoes and you could pick the one that's yours. I could give you a lineup of cars and you could pick the one that's yours. It becomes the decision made for you. Because you've yes. set the tone. Yes. Yeah, I can totally I can totally see that. So if you're listening today and this sounds like something you'd like to do, if you'd like to take all these crazy, you don't want to think about how many different colors there are and you don't want to think about all those things, definitely, definitely turn that over to someone to help you. And in this case, we would recommend Ashley Rhoda from Iconic Details. So definitely go to her website, check it out. Um, Ashley, a little bit later, we are going to be talking about your free gift. But before sure. we do that, we're going to actually talk about your your iconic details branding process. So you start off first mm -hmm. with an audit. What, what really does the audit look like? So the audit is an audit. I'm looking at anything and everything you can give me. So I look at digitally, I'm looking at your website. I'm looking at all of your social media profiles. I'm Googling your name. I'm also Googling your business name. I'm just, we've talked about it, stalker status. I'm trying to find every detail about you. And then in physical world, I if you have a brick and mortar, I look at that. If you don't, that's fine too. I'm looking at your business cards, your print material, anything. I just want to see at like a 30 foot view, what is the layout look like? What is the first impression I get? What, um, what do you stand for? What do you serve? Who are you kind of as a personality? Like you looked at my, um, videos on YouTube and you got a sense of my personality, right? So it's yeah. that. And then I'm connecting it back with, is that what you wanted? <laughs> mm, yes. Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, you so know, that's the audit is just here's what I found. Is this what you wanted? And if not, my services are there to bridge the gap. Right. Yes. And then once once someone's kind of gone through the, the auditing process, yeah. then you talk about discovery, which is yeah. really what you said is the first step to designing your icon iconic brand. Yeah. So again, then I'm really going deep into getting to know you. I want to know your, uh, it's a personal process. I really get to know my clients, but I want to know your life history. I want to know your business history. I want to know what got you to where you are today and what's inspiring you for where you're going, right? So 70-30, we talked about that earlier. Um, the discovery process though is really giving me all of the information I need to work with because in the next phase, which is creation phase, I have to visually represent all that you are. And that's not easy. <laughs> so the more that you give me to work with, the better I can do that. And like I said, it's on those deep, meaningful levels, like highlighting your father's ring or um, a detail 
you know, that is important to you and your business and your brand. And then the final phase is integration, where again, we have the integration checklist, we have an integration plan where we're talking about how to stage your brand, how to live your brand, how to speak your brand. Um, and then all of the checklists, I give them, um, it's a list of things that keep your business and brand great and not just good. Wow. You know what's funny is that I think if I were listening to this, Maybe a few years ago, I would actually feel kind of overwhelmed by this process. But let me tell you something. This actually sounds like a lot of fun. It, it is. Um, it, you know what? It is overwhelming. I want to validate that. It's overwhelming. That's why my business exists. It's absolutely overwhelming. But luckily, I love to organize things. <laughs> so I make it really straightforward and easy. The discovery is just an interview process. We have a couple of worksheets I have you fill out. Creation, my team and I make everything. There's nothing for you to do except cry out of happiness. And then the integration is I'm just literally linking arms with you to integrate all of the things that we've created. Sweet. So that let's talk about that. Once someone has their amazing yeah. brand and they've got themselves dialed in as far as their style, both personal and business style is kind of put out there, then moving it out into the world. Right. I mean, that must feel great. Number one, right? Like yeah. <laughs> you've got everything. That you, so you're not out there kind of like, like I am at, at this point where it's kind of fragmented, like you'd say. Yeah. Um, so once someone's got themselves together, they move out into the world. What is it that they typically experience? Uh, I jokingly want to say euphoria, but, um, no, yeah, what is the experience? Say, okay. Um, the first part is a purge. They start looking at everything around them. That's not truly aligned with them and oh getting God, rid of it. And right start... now, I'm not, didn't mean to interrupt, but I'm doing that right now, but go ahead. <laughs> no, you're fine. You're like, I'm doing that right now. Yeah. The purge, they start looking at everything around them and just say like, oh man, this is not me, or I want to really be true to this new brand. So they might change up their hairstyle. They may change up their clothing. They, but it's one day at a time. You just start today. Okay, now you've got clarity. So tomorrow you make better decisions and pick for detail. So it, I, you know, it's not overnight. It does sometimes take time, but um, generally it's pretty easy to tailor it down because at the core of you, you've already made some of these decisions. So they're there. Um, so I'd say it first starts with a purge, then it's kind of an intentional an announcement, whether you're just, you know, walking your talk now for the first time, or you're doing a soft launch, maybe online telling people, hey, I'm excited to share. I've just updated my branding. I want you to take a look. I hope you love it as much as I do. Or you do a full blown launch party. I've done movie premieres. I've done personal launch parties where we've aligned with nonprofit organizations, it, uh, golf tournaments, like however you want to do it. And that's what's fun. The brand will tell us how to execute that. Wow. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. I know. Yeah, that's a lot, that sounds amazing. <laughs> that sounds like fun. So if you're, you know, you're listening today and you're thinking, hey, you know, this sounds kind of overwhelming. This might be a lot. You know what? At the end, look at what amazing fun you're going to have. And the fun is actually just the the just the the tiniest part of it because the amount of success that yeah. you can create in your life and freedom and liberty because so many of these things have been worked out. It's got to be incredible. Ashley, right now, I'd love for you to share your free gift uh, that you're offering to the listeners. Sure. Like so 
I just want to offer everyone uh, something that won't go away. It's always there. So when you're ready, I'm here. And I just do free 30-minute brand strategy calls. This is where you're sitting in overwhelm and you're like, oh my God, I'd love to ask her this thing. You can. So we hop on a call and we just see what's going on for you. And my best thing that I can do no matter what is give you a now, next, later plan off of our call. Like, hey, I hear that's your concern. I understand where you're at, whether you can work with me or not at this time. Here's what you can go do now, next, and later. Or you might fall in love with me immediately and become a client. Who knows? <laughs> that sounds perfect. That's an amazing, amazing gift. Uh, so they can do that by going to Iconic Details, correct? Yes, IconicDetails.com. Um, it's pretty much everywhere. You'll find it, but it says book a strategy call. And then I'd love to just hear from you. You know, it's not always about working together as much as I just enjoy connecting with people and hearing what you're up to. So however I can support you, I look forward to. Well, that's a really tremendous offer. And Ashley, I, I want to say thank you personally for that. And I really hope that if you're listening today, you will find yourself um, not just desiring to do this, but actually taking that action step and going to iconicdetails.com and signing up for that free strategy call with Ashley it would provide tremendous value for you and a tremendous benefit to your business. Ashley, again, we want to thank you for joining us today. Um, it has been a pleasure. Thank you for sharing everything branding and sharing everything about you and your business today. Really appreciate it. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so if you've been listening today and you want to check out Ashley, go to iconicdetails.com. If you would like to listen to some of the past episodes of the Imagine More Success radio show, go to imaginemoresuccess.net where you can get a free weekly gift from each and every single person who's been interviewed. If you'd like to learn more about what Cindy and I do, uh, feel free to go to findhiddenmoney.com where you can learn how you can increase your revenues in your business through some amazing strategies there as well. And we want to invite you to um, spend time this week thinking about <laughs> the 70-30 rule that we talked about earlier, how 70% of your brand should be inspired by your big, big vision and 30% by the methodology you are trying to achieve that vision by today. And as always, we want to invite you to realize your dreams and to imagine more success. Mm -hmm.